Calgary football fans. This is your quarterback, the Bo Show with Bo Levi Mitchell on Sportsnet 960. Brought to you by SML Entertainment. The Bo Show for SML Entertainment. Hot tubs, saunas, and home leisure. SML Entertainment has brought friends and family together since 1956. Learn more at smlentertainment.com. All right, everybody. Welcome back to The Bo Show. Uh, holy Houston Astros. Making moves. Only a half game off the best record in the MLB. Uh, I'm pretty pumped about the moves they made. Now, would I like them to go out and get Mike Soroka? Yes. But I don't think the Calgary kid was going to be taking off the Atlanta Braves anytime soon. Unless you're trading Altuve. Yeah, seriously. Maybe. Yeah, you got to be trading. Maybe add J.J. Watt, too. (laughs) (laughs) Give me me your best football player as well, and then we'll do it. Uh, (laughs) Hey, man, talking everything CFL, all things football, text in 960-960-403-240-4444. Hit me up on the text line. Call in. Ask anything you want to ask, man. Let me know, know if there was a call. You know, in the games last week, you didn't understand. Uh, if you're confused about anything that happened, or if you just want to know, you know, what someone was thinking, uh, I might be able to help you out. Um, but that's what they pay me to do, man. Talk football. I thought they pay you, right now, that's what they pay you to do, is talk football. For like a couple more weeks, right? Just a couple more weeks. They don't pay you to run it, I'll tell you that much. No, they don't. <laughs> but um, you've been doing a lot of running. I, I, I have a legit question because y'all just got done talking to Strohs. Yeah. Uh, or I, I, I guess you can say Blue Jays. But, uh, I was trying to tell Pinder. If you're a championship contender team with a good locker room, mm. who do you want? Sanchez or Strowman? Sanchez. Not close. Yeah. Not even close. Y'all were just talking about Strowman being a stud. Like, yeah, he's, he's good, man. But no, I'm y'all just... are talking about Sanchez like he's trash, and he's definitely not. What is he, though? He's had one good year in the big leagues. The rest has been... Mirrored by finger issues and control issues, walks, high ERA. Like, I get it. He's got some good stuff. But to sit here and say Aaron Sanchez is a starting rotation guy for the next 10 years, I think, is is bold. Uh, no, I don't think that. Um, but you only traded a left fielder for him. So I don't think that's what the Astros are saying. No. I think the Astros are saying, hey, here's a guy that was a closing pitcher. Two good starts recently. A very good closer. Got moved. To starting pitcher, now pitching six, seven innings, and he's having issues. So here, here comes one of our best relief pitchers in the playoffs now, for sure. In my opinion, here comes a guy that's going to be one of your best relief pitchers. Come in multiple games in the series, throw two innings, give you the heat. You're not putting as much pressure on his hands. You know, I mean, I, I, I've, I've gone through finger issues with football. It's something that, man, like the only thing you can do is just stop playing. You got to take time off and then. Well, he had to he had to relearn how to throw essentially because the way he was throwing, the seams were too aggressive on his fingers. So he had to like reposition his hand. He essentially had to teach himself again to not irritate that finger. And it's taken a while to figure it out, but the last couple starts have been good. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think, I think he's a guy that's going to be a reliever going forward. I don't think he's I a agree. starting pitcher. So. Oh, yeah, I agree. But we're also loaded at pitcher. Yeah. We're a half game off being the best team. I mean, we are the best team. I'll be honest with you. There so, you go. So, yeah. Settle down. Huh? Settle down. Are we not? You really think the Dodgers are better than us? Yes. No. Not, any, not anymore after the trades. Yeah, not after the trades. Or before. <laughs> When's the shortstop coming back? Soon? He's already back. Uh, Carlos Correa? There you go. 
He's legit, man. Team's in it. He's been back for about a week. I'm telling you, man, I don't know. I, I just when you're adding arms like that, and I don't know anything about. I don't it. think it's look at. I'm not B- saying it's a B- bad G. move for the Astros. I'm just saying oh, for sure for the Blue Jays. On like, if I'm looking at it from a Blue Jays perspective, the Stroman trade's worse. Yeah, you got two guys that are complete unknowns, and I'm not like Pinder and thinking that Anthony Kay's a big league player. Like he's he's See, 24 but- years old. He's not pitching great at Double A. Like what's what's Anthony Kay? Is he? Is he even a big league starter? I don't know. And right. the other guy's 18 years old with a bunch of question marks. No, that- let, me, let me let me compare that though. That just means, and, and this is this is no offense to anybody in this room. We don't know anything about them. Yep, they're not making that trade if they don't see what they need to see. For for sure, you know what I'm saying? Like for they sure. obviously see something that none of us do. For example, Zach Claros got traded today. Correct. Okay. If Zach Claros got traded to us. For Montel Cozart, everybody would be like, oh, man, y'all just added a great third QB, and they got a a complete unknown. But they're not going to make that trade without doing their homework. They've seen film on Cozart. They have guys in the building that have played with Montel. They know what he is. Now, has has he been tested at the highest level? No. But that's what prospects are, right? No, oh, for sure. There's a talent especially, there. There's a potential there. Especially in baseball. Especially Can the team do the right things to how many guy? people are showing up at a baseball game? Right. 10,000? And and how maybe. every level is so different. Yeah. Right? So it's hard to... I, I think scouting in baseball is one of the hardest things ever. I agree. Because you have to be able to see what they can do against players that are nine, ten times better than what their competition is right now. Right. And that's really tough to do. So I'm with you. Obviously, they wouldn't make this trade and do it three days before the deadline if they didn't believe in this Wood Richardson kid who's 18 or if they don't like what they've seen from the other guy in Anthony K. So they clearly think great on him. Yeah. But I'm just saying I'm not ready to sit here and be confident with their scouting abilities considering some of the moves they've already made and some of the guys they've claimed that you know, could be big league players, i.e. Socrates Brito, who couldn't hit a freaking baseball to save his okay, life. Okay, but then you also got Guerrero, who they did find. Biggio. That wasn't him, though. Alex Anthopoulos signed Guerrero at oh, 16 years old. Yeah. Biggio was drafted by the other regime. So I, I think there's some give and take, obviously. And, and you know, Teoscar Hernandez is a former Astro they got. He's shown that he can hit, but that's about all. He can't catch the baseball in left field. So I, I, I just think you have to be a little skeptical because while they think higher on a player, it, it to me, it, it's always tough to have confidence if just one team is saying they're better than everybody else. There's 29 other teams saying this is a bad trade, and then there's one team that got the player. Oh, surprise, surprise, they're praising their own deal. That, to me, is where I have a little bit of issue with it. Yeah, I would say, to me, I'm confused how... It seems like when you're looking at the trade on the TV, you know, you've got the names, the teams, Blue Jays, Astros. When you trade a guy like Stroman, Sanchez, somebody that is proven, sure, they could be shaky right now, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But you would think you see one name, Aaron Sanchez, and on the other side, see a couple names and a draft pick or something, you know? It's weird to see that we got three players for a AAA left fielder. And you're kind of like, all right, well... For a AAA left fielder who's come up, had some time, who hasn't been in the system for a short time, he's been there for a while. Yeah, there's obviously some questions when you look at this trade, but 
it's it's what I thought that it was going to be more guys coming back for a name like Sanchez that's going to br- something else bring with you it. Some, yeah, something else. Yeah, there's got to be something. I, I I was confused to see no no draft picks at all. You or, know, or cash or anything. Cash something. Um, but hey, I'm not y'all don't y'all don't listen in to to hear me talk about baseball. But I'm an avid fan, obviously an avid Astros fan. Um, so I don't know. I guess when I was coming to the show today, I I saw that news and I just absolutely couldn't believe it. You know, I like was, like you host him basically. It's the way it looks, but it's too early to tell. And not only that, is that Green? He's a, a damn good pitcher. I know you probably a couple years ago. He's having a pretty good year this year. Yeah, yeah, two eighty seven ERA. He's Second, second in the bigs and whip. I mean, and they got you're adding prospect. that to the one of the best rotations in the league. So they now have three of the top five pitchers as far as lowest whip goes, with uh, Garrett Cole fifth in the MLB. Yep, that'll work. That's that'll work. Stat. See, all right, listen. From now on, that's how you produce. I need to. I need you. I need you bringing stats like that. And all, I'm used to not being back there and throwing those towards me. So I'm glad you're back there now. Young guys learn a little bit. <laughs> should, should teach him better. It's you okay, know, though. It's all, right. it's all right. Slow learner. I'll be honest. I do always hear Will just. just it's true. Keyboards looking, always looking going, up, always looking stuff up. That's how. That's why sometimes I don't know if I can trust Will what he's saying. I'm like, did you just look it up? Is it Wikipedia? Is it Google? <laughs> What's your source, man? No, I don't. What's your source? Good reporter never reveals the sources, baby. That's right. All right. Um. So interesting conversation today, and this is this is football. So I'm gonna talk about it. Uh, we had a conversation going about which position group would win the four by one hundred in our room. Okay, we've got some fast cats in our room. I know every team probably thinks that, um, but the DBs receivers got a pretty heated debate on this. Now, this four by one team, I'm gonna say, you're not gonna know some of the names, but. Obviously, uh, the slow, the slowest person in, in the locker room, Michael Klukas. So slow. I know, man. It'll be hard to watch that oh, guy man. run. man. Guy's like a snail. But uh, you got him, Josh Huff, uh, Reggie Bagleton, and then to me, I think it's kind of in between Eric and uh, Braverman. Eric strictly for the stride, especially Long in stride. a four-by-one. He's already moving, so your hand, like that's the thing. Is his start going to be good? No. Eric's not going to be good off the start, but if he's already moving, he's about to stride, and Eric can actually, he, he can move when he's running. Yeah. Um, and I just think is all their guys that they're naming are all rookies. All the defense backs? Yeah. The and they're talking bucks, about no how, Brandon Smith on so that list? So basically, the, the conversation ended up getting down to the point where everybody's naming the guys with a 4 by one and then it just became, okay, well, who's the fastest person in the locker room? And everybody's like, obviously, it's, it's Clue. And DB's like, no, 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 it's Gilbert for sure. So they showed this play from Sass. Um, the kick returner gets out. Gilbert is still running towards our end zone. Kick returner passes him about 10 yards. He turns around, hawks him down. Now, yes, when you watch that play, Gilbert is moving faster than everybody else on the field. <laughs> but when you watch the slowest person on our team run his routes. He is also moving faster than everybody else on the field. So basically it's boiled down to a, a decent amount of wagers of friendly wagers, friendly wagers, just betting high know, five bragging push-ups. rights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Push ups, push ups, the big one about who would win in a 60 yard dash between 
Kluke, and Gilbert. A 60-yard dash. That's that's technically like college track. That's the race yeah. they do. They don't do a 40. Um, I don't like a 40 because, you know, Eric isn't going to be fast in a 40, but he's going to he's gonna beat a decent amount of people in a 60 or a 100 because of his stride. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, uh who Obviously. else is on that DB list for the for the four? Uh, Trey Roberson. Uh, they, they had they had a decent amount of guys, and that's the thing is they had about six seven guys they couldn't choose from, so it tells me that you're all around like four 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 five, and you're in between. Like we have four that we know like these are the fastest four we have. Um, but it was uh it was Trey Roberson. Um, I think Robertson Daniel was on there, and then. There was a couple different ones where kind of unknowns. Uh, Abu Conte. Um, I want to say Raheem was on there. Number 21, our field corner. Um, no Jamar Wall. Nah, nah. The old head Jamar Wall is not on there. <laughs> <laughs> He's the coach. He's the coach of the team. Yeah. Real, uh, real big on the pumping the boys up. Yeah. If they could add, if they could add their coach, I might give them that. Josh Bell, speedy Josh Bell. Yeah, well, he 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 even goes home and and coaches track in the off season, so he I mean, he's got it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Let me hear. Hey, text in nine six zero nine six zero. What I want to hear is uh, and 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 I already know there's gonna be some jokes, so we can go ahead and and go through those. Uh, but let me know a race you would love to see on our team or in the CFL quarterbacks. Just all nine starters. All nine of them. All nine. <laughs> Nine across the field. A 400-yard sprint. 110-yard sprint. No, 400. The 400. We all just be dead after like 200 yards. There you go. Yeah, just walk (laughs) the rest of it. Speed walk. Get those hips going. I think I'm walking away with that race. Or you could do uh, QB death charts and do like a 3 by 100 Oh, man. Um, Pass the baton. Yeah, Montel's Montel's fast. Who's the fastest (laughs) out of all of you? Is Nick fast? Oh, no. No, no. Nick's like Tom Brady. (laughs) Stand in. Nick ran a five. Nick ran a five two. It is text line says uh, you against you against Dicky against Dave. Dave, I don't think Dave could run twenty yards. (laughs) Shout out, Dave. Love you, man. (laughs) I just know the knee. The knee's a little. Yeah. What uh, what about Dinwiddie? No, I think Dinwiddie and Pete raced one time. Yeah, you brought this up. Both of them pulled their hamstrings. Fastest coach. Kill him. Oh, Bell for sure. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He's like what? Two years removed. One Fair. one year removed. From Take playing. him out though. Take him out. Um, I would think Killen would be up there. Sherrod still got some boost. Sherrod might. JC. Yeah, yeah this, this is not fair though. They just stopped playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably kill him. I can see that. He rips. You know, Huff the... would probably just end up pulling out, pulling it out. Like somehow Huff would just walk it, <laughs> stretch a little bit, and then you just limber up super quick on the sidelines. A little oh, touch yeah. of toes, and off you go. Get hydrated real quick. Take off on him. Uh, yeah, Texan 960 I kind of want to hear this is uh, interesting to me. Who you think is the fastest player in the league? Text line says we need an all O line 100 yard dash. Oh man, we've got one. Leon. Leon can move. He's got boots. He offered to race me, and I was like, man, honestly, <laughs> I can't lose. That. I was like, honestly, nah, I'm not going to race you, man. Because you might lose. I, uh, yeah. I, but I told him, I was like, it's lose, lose. If I win, everybody's like, oh, you should. It's O lineman. If I lose, it's like, oh, you lost to <laughs> yeah. an O lineman. Yeah. <laughs> that was like earlier in the weekend. Yeah. You saw that. Yeah. You were there. But I, I watched him run, and I was like, oh, nah, I'm not. Because like the O line, even if there's an athletic, you know, lighter O lineman, 
uh, you're still going to say, well, his, his get off isn't going to be good. Right. And I watched him get off and I was like, nope. The acceleration's crazy. The I way know. he gets off the line. He strides. Man, when I was watching him do some of his rehab, I remember like him running by Danny Austin and I on the sideline. And I was like, could you imagine that guy gets off the line and bumps out in front of a running back and you're a safety facing that guy coming downhill at you? Yeah. No chance, man. I'm pulling shoot like Renee, man. Just, I'm out of just there. Just the, the, the slide? <laughs> yeah, the slide tackle. The slide, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and tackle you, but I'm really not. Yeah, just got to get out of the way here. Yeah, I've done it once in my life. Once or twice. <laughs> Hey, man, we've got a great guest coming on. We're going to take a quick break. Um, but in the third segment, one of your favorite uh, of all time, Alex Singleton, uh, you know, down there at the Philadelphia Eagles right now, he's going to come out, um, come on the show, talk a little bit of kind of this NFL experience. Uh, I think obviously a lot of guys know, you know, politics, that kind of stuff that comes to the NFL, but um, really just kind of the process, the, the OTAs, the meetings, the workouts, what they're actually truly like. Uh, if you want to call in, text in, you got questions for Alex, go ahead and there it is right there. <laughs> shoot the, shoot the text line and, um, and ask any questions now so that I can ask him once he's on the show. Uh, but he'll be here on the third segment around three forty. You're listening to the Bo show at sports at nine sixty defense. This is the Bo show Hell yeah, yeah. on Sportsnet nine sixty. 960 the fan. If, if, if the squad ain't with me, then it ain't right. The Bo Show for SML Entertainment. Yeah. Making family time more exciting with pool tables, pinball, ping pong, beachcomber, and caldera hot tubs and more. Visit smlentertainment.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. Hey, so we were just talking. I don't know if anybody caught this, but uh, my throwing coach this morning, uh, he's a baseball guy. He was showing it to me. So the fight that happened. Pretty good tussle for baseball, hey? Yes, but the best part is the video the of cop? the coach. No, oh. it's the coach yeah, and the see, pitcher. I, I missed this. Bo just told me I about think this. a lot of people missed it. He went back and showed me. The coach and the pitcher. So the coach comes out. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? And you can see him. He covers he covers his mouth, and he's like, he points at the dugout. And he's like, I'm going to go over there and fight them. You need to warm somebody up. And the, the coach kind of looks at him like kind of like all crazy. And like points to the, he points to the bullpen and like does like a hey hurry up, right left put somebody get somebody warmed up. And he kind of sits there for a second. He's like, what's going on? He's like, don't I'm just I'm gonna go over there and fight them. That's and, that's what's about and, to happen. And you can see the coach Malley's like, all right, give me the ball. He hands him the ball and he taps him on the ass. He's like, all right, go get him. Go get him. And that's awesome. when the pitcher just goes nuts and runs over there. Yeah, looking at that video. Man, I thought sure. it was... That's the kind of coach I, you need. <laughs> I thought it was like the straw that broke his back. Nah. That's like uh-uh. the opposite of Francona. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah all right, go get him. Well, yeah, because that's how this whole conversation started. Yeah. Like, I asked you about Trevor Bauer. And, and I hadn't and, seen uh, that one. Yeah, then you told me about that one. I was like, holy. That's amazing. That's the fun part about baseball, man. I got to be honest. <laughs> I don't think live mic is really a football thing. Yeah, we don't thing. talk that much in the play. Like what we say is sensitive sometimes. Like it shouldn't be heard. But yeah, um, like, but baseball, like I could just imagine just any outfielder just sitting back there. The talk. ball hasn't been hit to him all game. He's just home on the range. <laughs> <laughs> just singing. <laughs> I guarantee, like every visiting outfielder knows, like every. Buddy's walk-up songs are singing it. Yeah and, yeah, and and just hearing like the church from the outfield, from the crowd. Like, yeah. Hey, did you know Puig got traded? <laughs> yeah. Puig has no idea. I couldn't imagine that. Like getting traded. Like, let's say third quarter, I'm in there, and then Huff completes a trade. Third quarter, <laughs> comes down. 
That happened in uh, in hockey too. Flames made a trade with uh, with the Montreal Canadiens. Canadiens for Mike Camilleri, and Montreal was playing at the time. And the trainer like gets the word from upstairs, and he tells the coach, and he tells and he just taps Camilleri on the shoulder. He's like, "You got to go, man. You just got traded." <laughs> Middle of mid, the game. Mid Middle day. of the game. I couldn't imagine that. Like I know, like. The chirps would start coming down like from the stands. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then like players would hear, but I'd be on the field and I'd come off and like no one would be standing next to you. Yeah, you're like, What what's going I'm on, guys? Like, what's going on, guys? Do like, I smell or like what's like, the deal? Yeah, we're winning, guys. What's what's up? Yeah, I've missed like three passes. Like, um, what are we well, mad about? When when this game's over, you're just gonna stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like actually, on the road. You're actually just yeah. I I know it's happened before. Like we've had like uh I wanna say either a one game or like a PR guy that the team came down to play us and traded for somebody on our team at home, and he just basically left with them. Yeah, you stay here. We moved your stuff over to the other locker room. Yeah, that would be nuts, man. Have it on Sunday to Eric Sogard of the Blue Jays. Playing against the Rays on the other side. Gets traded 15 minutes before the game. It's like, oh, I just walked to the other dugout. No big deal. <laughs> Everything's fine. The world we live in, man. Sports. Yep. That'd there be so go. bizarre. There we go. Like Hudson, when he got traded today in the Jays game, yeah. the, they don't he have was an, in the they, uh, he was in the bullpen. They don't have an exit out the back of the bullpen, so no. he got traded. He, had he to walk the across fence. the field. Yes. After the trade, and he's like looking at his own coach. He's like, me, me, I, yeah, yeah you, you. you're traded. Get out, yeah. <laughs> get out. <laughs> you no longer play for us. Fade it. Want to like walking tip? across? Yeah, walk. Yeah, yeah. We will walking across center field. Take your hat off. Take the jersey off. <laughs> Just leave it. Take as the you pants go. off. <laughs> leave it all there on the in the middle of the See you field. Boys. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, jump to the text line real quick. Uh, Bo, on that note of live mic games, how much have you been able to pick up, if anything at all, that you able to take advantage of in a game scenario? Um, anything? the first year, a decent amount. Until they kind of edited, or you guys talked to TSN or whatever. Well, it was. and we we just weren't very prepared for it, like. You know, they tell you before a live mic game even happens, hey, man, um, you know, once you get in the huddle and start saying to play, we're going to cut it off. If you go no huddle, we're going to cut it off. And, you know, I mean, no disrespect, but the first time doing it, I assume that the person that is now tasked with this has never done it before Mm -hmm. and might not be the most inept in football IQ and... Yeah, I mean, a lot of our, like, one-word, no-huddle plays got put on there. Um, stuff I was saying, and, and it's only, a, like, a six, seven-second delay. So the problem is, is if you're in, like, a, you know, not a TV timeout, but, like, you know, the cheerleaders come on and dance real quick, and I'm talking, like, hey, Reggie, man, hey, uh, you know, we're going to do this to try to hit this. Make sure you outside release and and uh, get vertical. You know, the other team finds out about that six seconds later. Yeah. So um, I guess enough – because I think they were trying to make it so good, um, I think that too much information was given out in the beginning, and like we had to change our cadence, mm. um, and that's why Jason Moss didn't even go on. Like they were like, no, like we're not even doing it. We're not about to risk our season based off one live mic game. So I think that's kind of why everybody was up in arms about it. Now you've got guys around the league, which is nice. I think to uh, to see it being put on different players, you know, Willie Jefferson. Uh, you know, whoever we have this weekend, 
Uh, I heard it might be Greenwood. For the Wired shows? Yeah, for the yeah. live mic. Yeah. No, no, for live mic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So live mic. Uh, so it won't just be the quarterback then? Exactly. Because the, the Wired shows, it just they just pick stuff up. Yeah, right? Wired's just picked up whenever. But the live mic, I think it's... To me, I think you should attack a matchup. That'd be fun. You should do like, receivers DB head to head. Could you well, imagine like, like Trey like, and Deron Carter? No, Charleston Hughes and Derek Dennis. Like yeah, if you could hear what sign, those two are saying. Sign me up. Right? Thank yes. you. Like, would you not want to hear I would that? I love that. To hear love what those that. two are saying to each other every single Because you play? know Hughes loves to talk. Absolutely. And that's I the don't thing know is, much what, what what Derek says, but you know Hughes. Oh, he talks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And especially against, you know, Charleston. Uh, but that's the thing. Like that's that's, that's what you should be attacking. Like especially because how often are, I mean, you against Hughes? Oh, line obviously. Um, they're not glorified very often. No, you know what I mean. Like that's that's a good way to kind of learn some some personality of them. Because uh, they have it for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Showcase those guys. I mean, it, it would be it would be cool. But even, be even there, even there, you're gonna give away old line calls. Like it, it's tough, man. It's just. Type yeah, a you'd quick have email to, to the league here. <laughs> you'd have to be able to kind of milk it a little way because you're right. I mean, any of your O line adjustment calls would be picked up. Yeah, right. So, so you got to be able. You have to be able. That's to, that seven second play's got to be, and it's got to be. I think somebody up there who knows what they can really cut knows, they, like yeah. like Henry Burris. Like it's got to be somebody like that. That's like that sensitive. Yeah, you can't put that. That up. sensitive. Sorry. Yeah, like somebody that really knows it. He's Hasn't been on the lead very long, so he knows a lot of what's going on right now this second. Sure. Um, yeah, I think that would be because to me, like, yeah, like the game I talked trash to Deron Carter and he got a pick six on me. Like the next time we play each other, you live mic me and him. People are gonna want to hear that. Yeah. You know, you got to be careful with it for sure. But it would be that would be what you really want to hear because yeah, I mean, obviously is, like, you don't want to of- turn into cussing matches and and you know that kind of thing. But at the same time, like. If you're gonna live mic somebody, you talk to him beforehand. Like, hey man, if you if you go off the rails too much, you're cussing too much. We're gonna find you. Yeah, mm. totally. Like, this is for the fans, this is for the young kids to get y'all to know y'all's personalities. So you can talk trash, do it the right way every now and then, say good play. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, that's that's what I would be looking for. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, and Alex Singleton against, um, you know, a Will running Powell? back, a running yeah, pal, like a running back that's balling out one game, like. That's or even Winton and or even uh, Andrew Harris. Like you don't hear Andrew Harris talk that much. Yeah, I mean it'll be. I don't know. That's in my opinion. That's that's what you should be looking for. That's where it should go. Yeah, because like we've talked about so much before with these with the live mic. There's so much that gets said that even if it's not a play, it's like to the average listener, you're like, I don't know what what any of this means. Right. This is just a bunch of random English words just kind of spat out. Yeah, and we have words that aren't the most appropriate words to say. Yeah. And it's only because every single play is created off a name. And, um, like, yeah, like one of them I can't even describe. <laughs> it just helps to remember them. Yeah, it's just it's just an easy way to help yeah. you remember, and it's, it's good for the, the brain. Like, yeah. you, if you have a way to remember a play, it makes it, you know, that much easier. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's rapid fire some of these texts, and then we'll get to Singleton. Let's do it. Um, hey, Bo, originally from Pearland, but living in Calgary now. Huge Astros fan, obviously. With the trades today, are they better than the 2017 team? Oh, um, I don't know. I was kind of, I was a little bit disappointed in some of the, the bats we lost because they came up pretty big um, against the Dodgers. So I think that's, 
I know I like adding pitchers. I think that's huge. Uh, at the end of the day, you've got to hit the ball. I don't think it's not like I don't think we're lacking for bats. Um, I don't want. I can't. I can't say you're better if you haven't won the championship and the other right. team did. You know that's the hard part. So uh, I think we're looking good for a championship. That's what I'll say. Uh, is Bo ever going to wear face paint like Robertson Daniel? Absolutely not. <laughs> that looked good. What'd you think of that? <laughs> I mean, all I said is right before you walked out, I looked at him. I, I said, "You better ball out." <laughs> and he did. Yeah, he did. You can't wear a face paint like that and not ball out. And that's the thing. Like some people do it. Like Bell used to do it because that's like what would get him in that mode. Right. Like for me, for some reason, like when I just just it, putting on the eye black, you know, cause you don't wear eye black in practice. So like putting on the eye black for me is like, all right, I'm in game mode. You know, so I think that's it's one of those things that can kind of just change that mindset for you, make you, you know, kind of ball out. So, uh, yeah, he he came to me second quarter. He said, ah, oh, I might have to, I might have to wipe this stuff off. <laughs> I was like, why, man? You're playing well. Yeah, Can't see. Getting in my eyes, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you probably should then. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, would Bo ever entertain a charity fundraiser that's called Beers with Bo? I think it'd be a blast, and I'd love to show him a BC Lions fan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've never heard that with the BC Lions. Um, I would definitely do that. I saw a, a clip, because they were talking about Orlando Steinhauer and, uh, and Michael Shea. Used to play together in Toronto, and they been in the CFL together for a long time. They were on a show, and it was like, uh, it was kind of like an uncensored show. I don't know who the old host was, but like things like that are seem fun to me, and and, and kind of where I think the CFL was starting to go. With is it kind of similar to what you did with Sam at the Laugh Shop? Yeah, kind, kind of. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I probably a little bit more broad. Right. You know, try to get more people out. Um, I think they did a good job with it, getting us out there. But um, yeah, make it bigger, make it fun. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Uh, just a couple more here. I'll be a bad sport and ask a football question. Bo, why isn't the no huddle used more in the CFL? Oh, man, I really wish it was. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> you would like to see it more. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I, ran, I ran pro style in, in high school, pro style in college, spread in college, no huddle in college. And no huddle makes more sense to me um, as far as what fits the CFL game. Now, you know, Granted, there is there are plays that need to be run and and areas that need to be attacked that can't be with no huddle, um, because like we have probably fifty, eh, probably thirty forty plays right now that mm. are one words completely memorized, and we change parts of them every single week. Right, but that's a lot of plays and a lot of formations and a lot of motions to learn, especially if all of a sudden breast goes down like he did, you know. Um, your vets start going down like last year we had a lot of receivers go down it made no huddle very tough yeah you've got a lot of guys positions that you've got to know your motion your blocking uh assignment you've got to know your route your your hot route um you've got to know the adjustments off that route so it, it becomes tough um but i think it definitely should be used more and the more plays you know the more more opportunity for uh points well, where where guys down a lot more too Wear some defenses down if you keep them on the field pushing like that. Yeah, like if you're in shape, if your team's in shape, I definitely think, you know, because if I'm a head coach, I'm probably running my team a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, now, it's a long season, so I know that's tough, and it, it is, you know, the, I don't know if the studies are there or whatnot, but I want to be the most in shape team, and I want to uh, push the pace, mm -hmm. you know, because right now D-line and the CFL is kind of taking over. Um, you know, they're just rotating D-linemen, getting them through. And Keep pass rush is very, very good right now. Uh, you know, 
guys are athletic and it's tough. And I think to counteract that, you know, you've got to do a little bit more no huddle. You've got to make it tough on on teams to get out there and, and play 70 plays in a game. There so, you go. All right, we will be right back. And when we get back, uh, man, one of your favorite guys, Alex Singleton, you know, one of my favorite guys, a guy that uh, was one of the best up here. Uh, he might say he's the best, but uh, I'll always challenge him for that. <laughs> he, uh, man, he's he's killing it right now down in Philly. I'm hearing great things, uh, not just from him. From I'm hearing great things about him from other people. And, uh, yeah, man, he'll maybe even get us a little insight on Mark Michelle, how he's doing down there. And uh, just kind of everything that goes along with the NFL process in the offseason that you guys probably don't get to hear a lot about up here. Um, so shoot the text line, 960-960, if you want to ask any questions. If you want to call in, 403-240-4444. You're listening to The Bo Show on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Back to The Bo Show for SML Entertainment. One, two, three. On Sportsnet 960 The Fan. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, big guest this week, Alex Singleton. Uh, man, Alex, what's going on, brother? What's up? I, whoa, whoa. I didn't get my sound yeah, just because I'm gone. Doesn't mean I don't get my my sound. Well, can you give, oh, us, he's panicking can you give us a fresh one? There, dude, he's panicking back there. There it is. There it is. <laughs> that dude was panicking back there just now. He was like, oh, my God, I Ooh. forgot. Man, how, how things been going down there, Alex? They're good. You know, uh, we're on day seven of camp. It feels like day a thousand. Uh, I feel like I've been here for a month. Little, little longer days. Uh, we do full pads a lot more often than we did. And, uh, but it's good. You know, I'm uh, getting that 1% better every day. So, <laughs> so cliche. A little, little coach talk for you. <laughs> All right. So uh, my question is, because if I was on the same team with you, I promise you I'll tell everybody that you say you're Canadian. So, are you considered Canadian in that locker room? Uh, guys, no, for sure. Like Malik Jackson, because we train together, too, in the offseason. So he, for sure, every day I get Canuck jokes from him. Yeah, they, it, it's known I'm Canadian. I get C, the CFL jokes in our meeting rooms all the time. It's it's definitely known that I'm the Canadian guy. I don't, Yeah, because I don't think Markin gets – they don't even know Markin played in the CFL, but I think I'm for sure the, the Canadian yeah, he's just he's just Sony's brother, huh? Yeah, he's one hundred percent Sony's brother, and I'm the, I'm the guy from the CFL. Have Have you listened to uh, Sony and Markin's album yet? No, I have not. Yeah, I don't, I they came out with an album anymore. like a week ago. Oh, that would make sense. People were interviewing everybody in the locker room about if you would release an album with your brother during training camp and. I didn't know who they were talking about, so that's. Yeah. There, there's your answer. <laughs> I can't wait to find out about this. What Canuck? Uh, no, not not Canuck. What CFL jokes did you get? I want to hear this. Do you remember any oh, of them off the top just, of your head? You know, like, no, it'll like in our meetings. Like, if you know, you, we, I'm taking a break angle and it's like kind of wide. He'll be like, "Oh, is the field not big enough for you?" Oh yeah. <laughs> not, not funny. <laughs> you know, like just a coach. It's just a coach joke. You oh know, yeah, it's, for it's sure. Not funny. Not yeah. funny, but everybody in the room laughs, and you're like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right. Um, uh, it's the third time this day. Yeah. Do you defend yourself, though, by telling them you didn't even know you were a Canadian like two years ago? Whoa, whoa. Four years ago. Okay, sorry. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you're old. Uh, I was trying to give you, you know. Oh, no. I No, I embrace. I embrace the Canadian side of me now. I have to. 
He said now. You hear that? <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't know it existed. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a. You know, my mom had become an American, so it wasn't a uh, a known thing in the household, except when my dad kind of pokes fun at her for being Canadian. But now that there's more Canadians in the house than Americans, those jokes have subsided. Yeah, I was gonna say now that Trump's our president and uh, still is somehow, I think that uh, it's the other way around. Like I'd rather Everybody make a joke about somebody. Yeah, I'd rather make a joke about somebody being American, and that's the worst part. It's like. Like being American used to like mean something. It was like, yeah, we're we're a powerhouse. You know, people are afraid of us. We went to wars. <laughs> now it's like maybe that's what you. Think. Oh my God, Trump's y'all's president. Like, yeah, now you're just laughing. You guys are idiots. <laughs> How'd y'all vote for him? Like honestly, like it's 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 a, it's a laughing joke to me that half the population. I know he wasn't a popular vote, but half the population voted for that man to be president. All right, not to get off subject here, but. <laughs> Uh, all right, Alex. So hey, one <laughs> one thing I do want to ask, because um, even me being a football player, you know, I'm a little. I would say, uh, you know, I I don't even have the knowledge of what the NFL offseason is like. Um, you know, when people hear OTAs, I think they think that's just oh, that's that's just right before training camp, um, and then there's training camp. So give us just like a small, you know, broken down. Uh, version of what is the NFL offseason like? Uh, what are what are OTAs? Like, I don't I don't know if anybody even knows that. Who attends them? Um, how is training camp? Uh, you know, just things like that. All right, yeah. So uh, in the NFL, you know, obviously it's uh, the season doesn't start till September, so they kind of break up the offseason into parts. And the first part starts at the same time as the CFL training camp, so that you know end of April, middle of April is uh, OTAs and it's a 10 week off season program that they kind of break up into phases and each phase, you know, phase one, you can't go on the field phase two, you can start going on the field. And then phase three is really those OTA practices where you get 10 practices with helmets on and you can go offense versus defense. And that's, and, that's uh, 10 weeks. That's 10 weeks. Yeah. So it's broken up into two, two weeks and then it's like three, two, whatever, you know, yeah. Uh, math is not my favorite right now during camp, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's broken up. Into how many how many padded practices in, in OTAs? None, only helmets. Helmets only for the last three weeks, which are technically the OTA part. So really, it's uh, optional. The OTAs are just practices or optional yeah. team activity. Yeah, yeah, but it's a ten week off season program. Okay, so it's more like really a everybody. it's more like a non voluntary or is it voluntary? It is a hundred percent voluntary, but uh the only people that did not show up here with the Eagles this year was Malcolm Jenkins who was trying to restructure his contract and that is it. So it's Damn. only those guys that don't show up. Most I I think, you know, it's like anything else, the better your team is, the more guys that show up to work as a team. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's kinda like what yeah. like, even when you said OTAs like I just I I have these like these vivid memories of you know watching Tom Brady throw the ball to Wes Welker, um, and they're all just in like shorts. It looks like they just kind of showed up to a patch of grass and went out there and threw together. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's basically everybody. It's non-voluntary, but everybody's got to be there, it, or you're kind of expected to be there. Like it would be awkward if you weren't like let's say if you didn't show up, everybody's like, yo, that's a bad move. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, by that afternoon I'd still be on the roster. So that would be a 
a bold, a bold move. But uh, yeah, like if you know, there's a few guys who can't show up, but most guys are there. And then there's a three day mini camp at the end of that because during that whole ten week period, there's like they can only have you in here for five hours a day. And yeah. then during that mini camp at the end, the last three days can be uh, ten hour days. And so that's how they kind of break it up. And then you get a five week off season again, where you're completely not at the facility. Yeah. And then, um, have y'all done any inner squad practices yet? No, we, uh, we are the right before the third preseason game. The Ravens will be up here. Okay. But I heard they're really interesting. Heard they're not. Uh, yeah. That's not what I want to hear from you. I, like, I'm going to revisit we'll bring them, that. Bring them back on in a month. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bring you back on in a month. Cause I want to hear about those. Cause I've, I've heard some, I mean, obviously you see like some of the highlight videos of, you know, DeAndre Hopkins fighting with, um, who is the Redskins cornerback? Uh, Josh, Norman. Josh Norman. Um, yeah. Them getting a fight. That's, that's, I mean, that's the kind of stuff I want to hear about, but obviously well, the stuff that you're allowed is, to talk. Yeah. Cause uh, a lot of the guys say, you know, cause they only show, you know, obviously the big time guys, if they get in fights and stuff, but I've, what I've heard is that the special team, cause the drills, you know, we do special team drills every day when you're doing ones versus ones on kickoff and KOR for three straight days against another oh, team. That's not going to end up being very pretty. They just don't show that on the news. Well, yeah, especially if, you know, heard, uh, if you run down there on kickoff and and you pancake somebody that's trying to block you, run by and make a tackle, that guy, to not get embarrassed again, he's going to do anything, everything he can. He's going to hold. He's going to throw you down. He doesn't care about getting a penalty in that practice. Um, oh, exactly, because it's a practice. Yeah, that's man, that's crazy, man. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine, like, scrimmaging – Sask in practice before we go play them in the preseason game. Oh, I'm exactly, fighting. and uh, you're gonna fight for sure. Yeah. It's, so, it's all right, day. what a interesting highlight. What big plays have you made? You know, like one of those plays where you made and you're like, "That's gonna help my case for being here." Uh first play of actually eleven on eleven, uh, full padded practice uh, a couple days ago. Uh, they ran a little inside zone and you know, came across and smacked the running back in the backfield. And so that felt pretty good. I had to, had to get told by the head coach to keep going. Cause it was kind of a, it was a harder hit and a lot of the offensive guys didn't like it, but he said to keep doing it. And then in seven on seven, the back ran a swing route. So kind of, kind of what I made my money almost getting yeah. tackles on and in the CFL and I depleted this dude in seven on seven. And it was, Man, so you're really guys, allowed like to hit. That. Like, it's it's different. You're allowed to hit. Oh, it's different. Oh, we're full pads. We have live periods during camp. It is different. It's a game. Every day is a game. Special teams are pretty much live except for the returner. Like, it is. We're full pads, so we wear leg pads in practice. Really? Man, that's yeah, interesting. It's, uh, and and it's, speaking from a, like, speak to me from a coaching standpoint, point of view are there more injuries because of that uh not that i've seen yet but i mean you see all the time on the news that guys are yeah you know, hurt or not hurt. our team thankfully so far hasn't had too many but yeah i mean i think you know the nfl's talking about how they're gonna they want to go to 18 games and two preseason games and you know a lot of guys don't like that idea but i'm always for training camp as i've just said is you know, 45, or I think, I think it's like 45 or 47 days and 40 of those days is full pads going hard live period. That's almost 40 games in a row. Did you say training camp when, is 45 days? 
I think it's 45, 40, <laughs> yeah, somewhere in the 40s. Nuts. Oh, it's well, brutal. It's, yeah, late July till uh, first week of September. It's the regular season. That's nuts. Yeah. So how yeah, excited? Go ahead, sir. Oh, no, I was going to say it ends August 29th. Not that I'm counting. <laughs> <laughs> so how excited are you for preseason then? Man, I'm excited. Uh, I, it's already already to the point where we're ready to play against other people. So, no, I'm excited. Uh, we got the Titans coming here next Thursday. So, not nice, tomorrow, man. but next Thursday. So, Calgary. I don't. I don't think the Stamps are playing. You know, Bo's probably still not playing. I don't know what he did, but <laughs> we're just gonna keep listening to the Bo show, I guess. And uh, yeah, tune in next Thursday night, guys. Everybody. Yeah. Hey, I'll, then, I'll uh, keep pumping the show, uh, making sure everybody knows because uh, I'm gonna be watching. I'll make sure everybody else is watching because I want to see the. TFL in the backfield, the token Alex Singleton, uh, Tiger Woods, you know, fist drive into the air, and then we need pumping so the crowd up. Said that it's already happened in practice. I know it has. I know that very first play that you made. <laughs> I know that's exactly what you I did. It, oh, Looking at the imaginary crowd, pumping like, them up. Okay, Tiger. Okay, Tiger. <laughs> oh, imaginary crowd. We got like 13,000 people at every practice. That's ridiculous. It's, uh, yeah, it's, so we're many, practicing on Sunday in the stadium for 70000 so that'll be interesting. How many uh, autographs have you signed? Um, but quite a few, but uh, the people that actually know who's signing it, none. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, yeah, sign my, sign my paper. Hey, do you play for the team? Yeah, okay, you're signing. Hey, hey guy, did they give you pads for the day, or are you on the team? <laughs> no, the, the worst is like when somebody in front of you signs something, and this I feel bad this happens like to rookies on our team right now. Like I'll sign something, and then they don't want the. <laughs> they don't want the next person's autograph. I'm like, away. come on, man! Like, I'm about to scratch oh, my autograph guys, out. Did you see um, the viral video of Carson Wentz making the kid in the wheelchair cry the other day? No. Uh, so it was on Barstool. It's on everything. He uh, he goes the kid. He the kid wants a hug after he signs it, and the kid's crying. Well, I was the guy right before him signing his autograph, so I could tell you. I, I went through that same thing. It uh, wasn't, wasn't very pretty for me. I didn't I didn't have to sign a few autographs. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Well, Alex, I appreciate you coming on. I know it's quick. Um, give, us, uh, give us some of this on Thursday, too. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm going to hey, make course, sure everybody's watching. I'll let the team hey, know. I, you, you know we're all going to be out there watching. Um, hey, don't forget, too, if you make a play and the helmet comes off, a token hair flip, <laughs> let them know. Oh, the hair. Oh, there's a guy for NBC Sports Philadelphia that takes a picture of my hair every day. <laughs> so there's, there is love here. There is love. The NFL does love linebackers with long hair. Like the Clay Matthews. Clay it. Matthews made it famous, and it's just, they love it. They love it. Uh, yeah, one thing you got to do, on. though, whether it's practice or in, in a game, if you want to get bold and go in a game, you got to wear a little Stan Peter t shirt or something underneath and make a tackle. Just lift the jersey ah. up a little bit. Like, ah, yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> Maybe I'll draw like a little a little horse. Yeah. I do have I still have my uh you know those bracelets they gave us when we got on the buses to go uh to the parade? Yeah, yeah. I still got that on. So I still wear that. That's my motivation every day to there you, go. you know keep getting better. There you go, man. So uh All right, man. We'll keep killing it out there. Forgotten. Yeah, heck yeah. Appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, know you're doing good things. Keep it up. Uh and, hey, real quick, how's Markin doing? Great. Markin is freaking killing it. I mean, obviously you know, we got D-Jack, Alshon, all the yeah. all those big-name guys. But Markin is playing with the ones, playing well. So, yeah, like he said, when you guys tune in next Thursday, look for 80 because 80, like always, is 
killing it. Nice, man. Killing it. Hey, what, what number? What number are you wearing? Forty-nine. Ooh, you got forty-nine. I got forty. Oh, you're on the team. You made it. They gave you the number you want. I know. I saw. I saw a quarterback That's for the Patriots that. wearing fifty-six. Oh, you ain't got a chance. <laughs> son. You ain't got a chance. You are gone. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right, man. Oh. We'll, we'll appreciate you, Alex. Uh, we'll tune in on Thursday and then uh, have you back in a month uh, to talk just kind of how preseason went, how things are going for you. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, still in camp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We appreciate you, brother. All right. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, see you. All right, everybody. That's it for the Bo Show. Uh, that was Alex Singleton, your former MOP linebacker. Um, the, the, all everything here. Uh, see if we can get him to give us a little CFL Calgary shout out down there. Uh, but again, like he said, he said, what did he say? Thursday at what yeah, time? Thursday at probably seven. Five thirty Calgary time. Five thirty Calgary time. So Thursday, five thirty Calgary time. They got the Tennessee Titans. Make sure you're looking out for forty nine on defense, uh, on special teams, and eighty as well. Mark and Michelle, ex receiver from last year. Uh, check those guys out, man. They're going to be balling out. It's always good to see CFL guys making the jump. But uh, yeah, and heck, we've got. Edmonton this weekend. Uh, shoot, Labor Day is coming up too, so make sure you get out there, watch that game, because it's going to be a good preview for Labor Day. Um, anything else from you guys? Nope. Well, oh, just tell people if they don't know what's uh, going on with you personally, if you can. Oh, yeah, real quick. Uh, yeah, basically, I went down to L.A., got the shot, uh, got the cyst drain, put a cortisone in it. Um, the, basically, the cyst was just pressing up against a nerve, so it was causing pain throughout my entire arm. And... Um, when that happened, basically it sends signals to the brain to tell your arm to shut down. So in some of my throws, you know, I'm going to rip it and, you know, kind of click that nerve a little bit. And it basically tells the back of my shoulder to shut down. So that's when my pec took over. And then, yeah, so that's when that happened. Um, but man, yeah, I feel good. Um, got the shot feeling great. Haven't had any pain since getting the shot and, uh, the nerve, the cyst went down. So the nerves not being touched at all. Um, you know, no snags in rehab, anything like that. You're gonna pick up the ball, start throwing on, start throwing on Friday. I, I'm allowed to practice come next week after this game for Winnipeg. Um, you know, so if anything happened emergency wise, I could come in and play if I needed to. Um, but probably stay off for the sixth game, obviously, to get some of that money back on the cat, make Huff happy, <laughs> and uh, get back from Montreal to kind of get this thing rolling again. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, appreciate you guys. You're listening to Bo Show on Sportsnet 960 Fan.